Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Katie, do you think the media has learned its lessons from 2016 and will cover the election differently in 2020, or is Trump destined to suck up all the oxygen again? I would say Trump's <laughs> destined to suck up all the oxygen it's pretty, again. Pretty hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's it's, he's a genius at it. That's he his, that is. is his genius. He games the press, I think, yeah. and and he's he is that his is one skill. He is such a good yeah. marketer and such a good he's, manipulator of the message, right? But, but I think also. Uh, from the very beginning, I think we fell into a particular kind of trap where we said we don't want to normalize him. Mm -hmm. So anything he does that's, you know, outside the norm, we're going to react to aggressively. Mm -hmm. Well, he loves that. So he knows now that we're going to respond. I sometimes think, what if you just had a week? It was no matter what you do, we won't cover you. Mm -hmm. And just, like, cover other stuff. And, you know, see, see, I mean, it can't work any worse. He thinks all attention is good attention. But I think that, that media outlets have to make a concerted effort not to fall into that you trap. Know, the, the, the problem is something called the most popular list. Because the moment you have a title that says Trump whatever, it is going to pop. The more so, outrageous, the more know, if I write if I, if I write a column about the uh, oppression of Uyghurs in Western China, you're talking about a million people in gulags but people aren't going to care. If it's Trump's latest bad tweet, it will pop. And so some kind of self-discipline is required by journalists. Exactly what you said, mm. a week of, of, of a Trump kind of purge. But outrage right? on both sides sells, and that's why both sides does it. And it they manufacture and, yeah. it when it does probably exist. keep trying to do worse and worse and worse things until he finally gets that attention. But I agree it's hard every single day to figure out what you do and don't respond to because some of the things are really horrible and you know if he's going to fire Vinman and his brother and interfere in in Roger Stone's sentencing and I mean you have to say something about it you can't let that go but it's yeah. tough okay um what do you think about Trump's 2021 budget it is horrible <laughs> He is a liar. He goes into the State of the Union and says, I'm not touching your Medicare. I'm not touching your Social Security. I'm going to invest in education. And then he comes out with a budget that cuts Medicare, no. cuts Social really? Security. Donald Trump, that's... <laughs> so and takes money from so the Pentagon. Takes money the from the Pentagon from, for the wall, which now, by the way, remember when Mexico was going to pay for the wall? No, I mean, Mexico is definitely not paying for this wall. It is the American <laughs> he, taxpayer. His fans have goldfish memory. They really do. I hate to say it, but they, they, you know, like goldfish, they say they go around the thing and they see the little palm tree every time they go, hey, look, a palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> and his fans are like, Mexico will pay for the... What? No. I never said that. He, he's amazing the way he can pull that off. Brett, were you surprised to see Rush Limbaugh make derogatory remarks about Pete Buttigieg kissing his husband, so soon after receiving his Presidential Medal of Freedom? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ken, do you share some congressional Democrats' concerns that a Bernie Sanders ticket might impair their chances to hold on to the House in 2020? And that's a part about Bernie Sanders we didn't discuss, is the down-ticket down drag, perhaps. Some people, I'm sure, are not going to want to run with a socialist at the top of the ticket. You know, I, uh, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to know. What I do know is that Bernie's particular brand of socialism is probably better described as grandparent envy. Right? If you're a young person, like, think about it. Your grandparents went to college for, like, four bucks, right? You say, I want that, right? Your, your grandparents, uh, they, they get sick. If, you know, they got Medicare. They want to see a doctor. I want that. Like, it's not the socialism that we remember from the 70s where, like, you want to nationalize everything. It's literally just right. young people want what their grandparents have. I wish you would just call it that. But here's what I don't understand about, about Bernie. I mean, one of, the, one of the themes that he and his supporters make is we don't want Venezuela, we want Denmark. And the Danes will tell you we're, you know, a highly socialized economy, but we're also a very vigorously capitalist economy. So what part of capitalism does Bernie like, and why doesn't he ever talk about it? Well, because I think he's trying to right some of the things that have happened over the last 30 years where we have really seen this economy go towards the biggest corporations and the wealthiest. So he has to call that out, right? Sure, we but he can it. also say we want a dynamic well, economy. Sure, I mean, we, want, we want world-class companies. We want to be leaders in, 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 in various yeah. industries. Why doesn't he say that? But he's not taking on any of those. He doesn't not say them. He's talking about the root causes well, of what's out there. You know, when I talk know. about Medicare for All, I say, well, look, I'm not asking to buy my computer from the government or my coffee from the government. I come from Seattle. Um, but I do want my health insurance guaranteed and paid for by the government. And I think that is a distinction that's really important to make. But you have to understand how threatening he is because you have been reading for quite a while and you do not like Donald Trump. No. You think he is an existential threat, blah, blah, blah. But your recent column said, but if it's Bernie? I'm not going to vote for Trump. I didn't say that. I did not say I was going to vote for Trump. I will vote for a giraffe. Uh, uh. <laughs> but that's kind of... It's a bit of a cop-out. Well, of course it's, it's a, a cop bit of a cop-out. Either, either I'm, he's so existential, you, there's only two choices. That's, yeah, I'm going to write in Mickey Mouse. Okay, I'm in, then. I'm in, I'm in, I mean, look, in terms of my vote, I, I live in New York. Of course Bernie Sanders is going to be the... So you would vote for him if, if it was Trump or if it was Bernie? No, I, 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 don't want, I don't want the Democratic Party... But you're helping put, Trump if you don't country, vote for Bernie. ...to put the country to a choice where people like me will say these are two bad alternatives I, and right. too many voters will say, you know what, um, it's like the meatloaf song when it comes to Bernie Sanders. Like, I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. But <laughs> that okay. is Bernie right. Sanders but, for but, most Americans. But you know well, what? But... I, don't, I don't know that that's true. I mean, yeah. we, we have gone the same route of putting up somebody who is much more moderate, who plays to independent voters, right. uh, you know, a tiny slice in the middle... And, and here we are with Donald Trump. I mean, you got, you know, Jim Messina saying in 2016, give me, I wake up every morning and I drop to my knees and pray, God, give me Donald Trump. That is the arrogance mm -hmm. of the Democratic Party sometimes to think that everybody Me is just going to come out and he work. wanted to he run wanted against to, him. He He's wanted Donald Trump. Democrat Correct. Democrat. He wanted Donald Trump to be there because he was sure <laughs> that Hillary Clinton would beat Donald Trump. So, uh, you know, there are probably a lot of people who are saying, you put um, some you know, uh, a Bloomberg, some person up there, I'm not, I, I, I don't know. I, we never I'm know. I'm not going to vote know. for that person. So Elections it's our job. always surprising. Right. Who would we you like to, Bernie to pick as his VP? 
oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. We got to win. We, we got to win in oh, South Carolina. I know who the VP is. Who? Stacey Abrams is yes. definitely the beat. Her phone is probably ringing off. Uh, everybody wants Stacey. Yeah. I mean, yes. Stacey is amazing. She's a dear friend. And they need to, um, and she they is, need to make up she's for She's a the, fabulous right. politician. And, right. you know, she, I think she would be a fantastic vice president and hopefully president someday. Agreed. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.